Welcome back to the Access Code Podcast, hosted by yours truly, Cody. And on this week's episode, I have the pleasure of having a conversation with Chris, the guy MC King. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Jordan's in the gold chain. 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 Jordan's in the gold chain was living it up. Break bread with my team to my whole crew set. 501 jeans with the polo crew neck. Got my iPhone fully charged, money keep calling. Before the thunder got here, nigga, we been ballin'. PYT, yellow bone, riding shotgun. Put my baggies in a pussy if ever the cops come. His and her Jordan 1's, 85 mics. Posted on Instagram, 85 likes. Corner store, 20 on 3. Grab some OE, 40 ounce. Some like a pimp, nigga low key, jack of all trades. Get it how I live, so every breath I take, another dollar I make. Rockin' Jordan's in the gold chain. 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 Jordan's in the gold chain was living it up. All right, everyone. We back at it again with another episode of Access Code Podcast. I got I got a real one with me because this I've been knowing you for for over ten years now. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, two thousand nine is when I first like met you. I think we didn't really chop it up until like twenty ten and stuff like that. But I got the God MC himself. What's Christian up? Kane. What's up? What's up? What's happening? Um, nothing much. I'm just I'm glad that you you on here. Uh, I'm gonna tell you right now before we get started. You definitely are a fan favorite because a lot of times because I'm gonna get more into it, but. Your name has been mentioned a lot and everything like that. Plus, you got some stuff coming out, and I'm actually excited, so I'm going to get into it a little bit and everything. Mm-hmm. But let's get to the start. How did you get your start in music? Man, um, I just remember riding with my uncle as a kid. I remember him listening to Eric B. and Rakim, like, because I got, like, um, detailed memories throughout my life. Mm-hmm. But I definitely remember re- reading Eric B. and Rakim on a cassette, riding in this Cutlass with him. Because I remember reading it like I said, rank them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because, <laughs> you know, I ain't know nothing about it. But uh, like around 91, um, elementary, riding with him and my daddy, they used to play DJ Quick a lot. And um, mm-hmm. I memorized DJ Quick raps off his first album. I memorized a couple of his raps. Nice. And and I used to rap them things in, in elementary, man. And I used to, like, not tell the homies that they wasn't mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think everybody did that. Least yeah, it <laughs> just seemed like I was rapping. And, you know, ironically, DJ Quick is going to be in Oklahoma City on Juneteenth. So oh, nice, nice. That's one of my favorites. And he, I, I probably definitely got to pull up. And um, what was I about to say? Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it, though, man. I got you. I yeah. got you. Because um, to me... Even with that, that that shows that you definitely kind of grew up in that time where, you know, rap was really becoming its own. Right. And then you just and you got that voice for it too. So I can I I definitely like this. You know the the uh, Rock Kim and DJ Quick references. I like mm-hmm. that. Now, how does it feel to be one of those people who, one of the rappers who really put the East Side on their back? Man, um, I'm proud of it. You know, looking back on my life, I'm definitely proud of it. But, you know, during the time, I didn't feel like I was putting the East on. I was just being me. Mm, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was just being me and doing, I guess, doing what I was supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got that voice for it, too. And um, now, me being from, like, the North Side and, you know, I went to school up in Edmond and everything. I remember you used to do, throw on um, your old KC raps. Mm-hmm. Was that, like, your first time doing shows? Like, in uh, that caliber, at least? Nah, I actually... Before I put out a record, I used to, uh, me and my, my uh, business partner, my best friend, R.I.P., 
we used to do parties and and we did a face off one time. Okay, you know, with okay. Sex Mob, Bomb Squad, all the dance clicks on the east side. Okay. You know, and um, but you know, I rapped at a couple of them, but we ain't never really do no rap shows. But we started off like that. Okay. Then I was putting out music and just doing shows sporadically throughout the years. But I think 2012 is Yo KC raps. What I can say about Yo KC raps, that was the first time I started doing it continuously that was yeah. every week yeah because it was on on broadway i remember going up there and everything a few weeks up how long did you actually do that for it was i did it in edmond uh for a few months for sure man uh-huh. uh started in edmond then we went to mcsalty's oh, okay i yeah. didn't I, I guess i didn't catch the ones at mcsalty's i must have went to almost every one of them you had in edmond because we, we used that. to do shows every couple months yeah. every every few months yeah and then it was just like, man, I want to do them every week. So yeah. the Y'all KC Raps, when I started doing them every week, going to uh, going through different uh, venues throughout the city, you know what I'm saying, that mm-hmm. was letting us do stuff, bars, restaurants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's where I got the motivation for Memory Lane. Yeah, I, uh, I heard about that. I, I wish I didn't get to go to those. I'm mad that I didn't. But um, Memory Lane, it sounded like it was a good concept at that time. Yeah, that's from, you know doing shows at all these venues but you look around and it's not it looked like it's not there for hip hop. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. it was like we was being fed table scraps. So I was like I want to create something to where when you walk in here that's what it's for. I like that. You know what I'm saying? So that was my inspiration to to do Memory Lane. Of course. And I, and I like yeah. that you uh you did come up with that that mm-hmm. concept. Yeah, on the east side. Yeah, of course. And, and I love that every you know when you rep where you from and then you also just take it to the fullest like you never forget that. And I love that because you always made sure to, because you always say stay solid. And mm-hmm. you always made sure to like, you know, everywhere you go, you rep east side, you know, okay, see and all that. So mm-hmm. I, I've definitely always made sure that, um, to pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. Um, now correct me if I'm wrong, because I saw somewhere, I heard somewhere that the first time you met JB, you didn't like him or something. Is that true? Oh, no, that's not true at all. Dang. I don't know where I heard. This was years ago, too. I didn't know if y'all, uh, with like a rivals in high school or something or no no man me and JB we was fifteen years old uh-huh. when we met uh-huh. you know what on some petty shit you might have heard that he didn't like me I don't know if he oh. he might have told that story to somebody but it was petty though like we hadn't spoke mm-hmm. you know I oh, used to just be you know <laughs> I used to just be up like in the classroom shooting. Pay, uh, you know, making basketball out of paper, shooting the trash by the teacher trying to teach. <laughs> JB was, he'd be like, man, he like, man, this nigga right here, we try to learn. So it was something petty like that. You know what I'm saying? But no, nah, okay, that's probably why I heard. I'm like, yeah, I heard no, I'm like, okay. but, but you know, yeah. But I, I had this Tupac book though. That was like a Tupac biography book or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he asked to see it. You know, we got to talking about Pac, and we both found out that we both, you know, what I'm saying, like the rap. And, you know, we've just been kicking it ever since. I took him to the studio shortly after that. But, yeah, so, yeah, that story is true, but it was petty. Like, nothing serious, though. Okay, okay. Yeah, nothing serious. Because I was like, I heard, heard, you know, everybody always have that first memory of something. Right. And I was just like, well, that's interesting. I was like, well, shoot, I'm just asking. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Now, who is somebody that you wanted to, you want to collaborate with, but you haven't already? In the city or just period? It could be period. It don't matter, you know, because sky's um, the limit. Uh, Raphael Sadiq, oh, for one. sure. That's a good one. Raphael Sadiq, uh, Gladys Knight. That's good too. Shaka man. Khan. Um, Rapper-wise, uh, Too Short, I got to. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Too Short, Hove, Nas, Game. I got to get on the track with Nas and Game just so niggas can know we ain't the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why I get compared to a lot. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, man, just organically, man, just making good music, you know. Um, It's it's so many that I like. But for sure, Raphael Sadiq. You know what I'm saying? That's a good one. You know, because yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that's what you grew up on when you, you know, uh-huh. listening to music and everything like that. Right. That's what's up. Yeah. So... With that being said, do you, I'm, I'm going to say it like this because me, I listen to just not only just like hip hop here, but just, you know, all over, just like anybody else. And one thing I would, would say I pay attention to is like how someone does their album rollout because the promotion, you know, it, like the theme and everything. 
And from what I've been noticing, at least on like Instagram, you definitely have this thing where I'm excited for when you come out with your project mm -hmm. because like the stories, the like the Panthers, the the clothing, the appreciate video. that man. Yeah, because I was sitting there thinking like, man, yo, he's really. Thank you. He's focused. And yeah, so bro, I'll be having excited. fun on my Instagram story, man. You know, I get through life, through art. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll be thinking like, damn, I'm giving all this. this is, I know this is some dope shit. Like, yeah. my Instagram archives is like worth a, worth a billion. <laughs> right, it is. <laughs> you, know, but, you know, originally, though, I was just, I was just going to, uh, like, like the uh, photos and visuals with my family, mm -hmm. and we all got the black on with mm -hmm. the red paint. Mm -hmm. I, I, I was wearing, you know what I'm saying, my outfit, you know, at different functions and performing in it. Yeah. And, and originally, I was just going to hold everything, and, and it wasn't going to show any of it until the project actually was released. But I was like, man, you know what? I'm tired of holding stuff. I'll start leaking some stuff, leaking some photos, leaking some visuals, you know, and... I'll be overthinking sometimes. My homie Adlib said I'll be overthinking, thinking too much. But I was actually thinking earlier today, low-key kind of regretting it. Like, man, I shouldn't have showed all them photos and visuals, man. Because when people actually do see the album cover, it's got, it lost some shock value because you didn't see the whole family in the shit. Oh. Like, originally, I was going to hold it. But you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. I mean, but, but at the same time, it's still... It's still getting people because I'm I, if I'm excited. I know a lot of people mm -hmm. that's not only just listening to this that listen to you when you put out your stuff. I'm I'm sure that it's gonna live up to the expectations because mm -hmm. one the track you already got the track listening. You know you got you know a few people that I already listened to already just on there. So I'm like okay, we good. You know so so I think that to me the way you're doing it is a good good fit. You know and it's 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 already gone. Appreciate it, be man. Be that project. I, I have a good feeling about it because the last one it was was great. Arrived. Yes. Thank you, man. Arrived was great. Thank you. So I'm like, okay, well, this is it. So is it arrived now? now arrived that now that I'm here, yeah. It's just some something about it tells me this is going to be one of those special projects uh -huh. and stuff. So, man, I hope I hope so, man. Because <laughs> I can't front. Arrived was, was pretty dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So. Trying to continue it, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, and, and, and I and I definitely see the growth from the the moment when I started listening to you and mm -hmm. stuff. Cause I remember the videos you had like on one twenty second at the uh, at the old Seven Eleven. Yeah, we we was performing up there. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. And you know, I wasn't there in the crowd, but I definitely remember seeing like the videos and stuff like that. Now it's a T Mobile, so that mystique is not the same as it was back in the day, of course. You know, right? But at the same time, y'all y'all definitely did your uh, your thing, but. But would you say that, you know, arrive now that I'm here is going to live up to the expectations that everybody ready for? I think so, man. You know, um, I'm like just a, a overthinker. Mm -hmm. So I'm not even going to lie. When I used to play arrive back to myself, I would be like, it's that shit. Yeah. Then I would play it so much. And sometimes I'll be like, oh, is it? Uh, is it? It's all right. And then play it another day. It's that shit. Then when I drop it, everybody love it. And I'm kind of doing the same thing with this. I got you. I I'm play it there. some days like, hell yeah. Then some days, I never feel like it's weak, but I can overthink mm -hmm. and, and become skeptical. You know what I'm saying? You sound like me. <laughs> yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Spot, I'm thinking, there's some episodes that like when I record it, I feel good about it. And then I'll listen to it and it'll be something and be like, dang, you know. Mm -hmm. When I listen back the first time, it ain't that bad. But then I listen to it again, it's like whatever. So it's just like, I feel you. The overthinking thing... I, you know, it's I, I think it's possible, but right. at the same time, I think that you know, from what you did on the last one, I think this one's gonna be good. So yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, appreciate um, it. But I remember seeing you in uh the the film Paige Howard. Was uh -huh. that your first film? Yeah, uh, that was my first film for sure. Other than that, it was like music videos and guest appearances in music videos. I but, got you. Uh, yeah, that was my first film. What, uh, is that gonna? Are you gonna have more? Because I'm sure you've been in some more. But are you gonna? Are we gonna see you more on the big screen? I think so, man. Because um, it's a short that I want to do on my life. Okay. But if I'm not on the big screen, I think I'm for sure gonna be working in movies. Nice. Because uh, my close, two of my closest friends, Adlib, he he's serious about movies, and then my brother Grand National. Yeah. Like I, th I think I think in, in probably about. 
man, probably about four or five years, Grand National probably going to be like where Ryan Coogler is. I, You know what? You know what I'm saying? I, I'm going to co-sign on that, too. Yeah. Um, because Grant is killing it right now. Yeah, you know? he don't every, play, man. Grant everything is, he touching, it's just... Straight up. It's, it's amazing. And the fact that we got we got the talent here, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm just loving where the fact that, like, we all know it, but I can't wait to, like, everyone in the world is witnessing what we witnessed from the jump and everything like that. Right. Um, so big shouts out to Grant and everything. Also to AdLib as well. Yeah. So, now, you did some work on Fire in Little Africa. How was that? Man, Fire in Little Africa was a a great time. Yeah. Probably uh, one of the most favorite. 2021, you know what I'm saying, aside from the pandemic, mm-hmm. it was probably one of my favorite years in life, man. Um, and it's bittersweet because you know, what we were covering and stuff, mm-hmm. the real history, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. was fucking terrible. Yeah. Like, just atrocious. You know right. what I'm saying? So, I kind of like feel a little guilt if if I say that's one of my funnest times of my life. You get what I'm saying? I know, I, I understand what but you're saying. But yeah. yeah, bro, I, I loved it, man. Because um, I started going to Tulsa probably like, I went to Tulsa for the I mean, as a kid, I used to go to Bells and stuff because yeah, my yeah. daddy's uh, close friend, R.I.P., used to work in Tulsa. Okay. But um, I went and freestyled on the, on the radio station like in 2004. And then I went, uh, I had a couple events and a couple shows out there in 2007. You know, just on some, uh, I feel like somebody been in school to be a doctor. You right. know what I'm saying? So early on, you know, this is early on in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. But... Daz took me out there in 2016 for a show. Okay. On some God MC shit. Okay. Previously, it was like on some Chris McCain shit. You know right. what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's a different person, but you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But ever since 2016, I've been going out there. Well, I skipped past Memory Lane days. Uh, mm-hmm. Steph and Tone used, yeah. to, used to come perform in Memory Lane, and I actually met Steph and Tone. Through Stutter, some some shit Stutter was doing a okay. couple times here in the city. They came and performed. But fast forward to 2016, mm-hmm. when Dez took me back out there, I've been going out there pretty consistently ever since then. Okay. So the, by the time Fila popped off, it was already a train moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and to, and Steph and the whole world culture, uh, Tone, DV, Bezel, uh, King Cut. They already had been building a solid culture out there before Fila. Right. And, you know, when, when View got the degree and he moved out there, that was divine timing, you know, and, and that was the icing on the cake, bro. And it's just, it's been beautiful ever since. Yeah. And it's never going to stop. But yeah. Fila's forever, man. It really is. And because yeah. I, was, I was really happy, you know, really proud of every single person that contributed to that whole project and everything. Because even listening to it, I'm just like, man, I'm, I was real amazed about it. The, from the album cover to, like, the story and everything. And it then, like, Young and Free, because I didn't even... The thing about it is I knew they weren't producing stuff on there, but I didn't know which tracks he did. So when I asked him, when I had him on the podcast, and I was like, oh, you had Young and Free? And then your verse, crazy, you know, because it was just... It had that message behind it. So, yo, I I was real proud of that. So just the cool the fact that I even can ask you that question... And to see how that process worked from just from where you just said until everything that kind of worked itself out and everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, shout out to everyone that was on that project because Fire in Little Africa was dope. I, I wish, just because I know that somebody submitted, I wish I would have got at least one Grammy nomination because y'all deserved it. You right, know, right. <laughs> we definitely should have got a Grammy, man. After I found out too that they got so many categories, mm-hmm. so some categories it seemed like they just make up. Right. And I feel like we, when I read a historical album, mm-hmm. I feel like oh, this is unanimous. Right. But right. You know what I'm saying? It's, we playing somebody else's game, politics. So it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know what to expect, man. But because even for at me, the I end of the say, day, that ain't what it's all about. I, true, true. Yeah. But even for me, I even said on the show once, I was like, you know what? Because they got, because I remember from like last year's Grammy nomination, they had like you had like just pure hip hop, like the spitters and stuff, and then then you know next year they had just like the names, you know, which which is cool because everybody buy it and everything. But I was like, they what they should really do is do like uh best hip hop album and best rap album, and mm-hmm. you can definitely like separate the two because you got some people who really just out there deserve it and then you got the people who gonna get it by their name in a way i feel like 
at one, like I said, y'all should just got something, you know. You, you know, I personally feel like these award shows and these genres mm-hmm. is all for to monetize the monetization purpose right. like, just for money, bro. Because hip hop is not a genre. Yeah, hip hop is a culture. But then you got award shows like the Grammys and other award shows. Mm-hmm. They have a rap album mm-hmm. and a hip hop album. Mm-hmm. It's no difference, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But they just trying to stretch it. It's, yeah, you know, like I don't know if you know anything about the dope game. It's like you buy ounce, you whip it up, and you stretch it, and you make two. Yeah, you make more money. Yeah. So that's what they doing: rap category, hip hop category. They just stretching it, bro. They just that makes sense, though. You know what I'm saying? But hip hop like is is not no genre. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like okay if we have a hip hop category and a rap category then we can include more artists give yeah. out more awards you know what I'm saying they you just, got a point you got a point but you can't knock the hustle though yeah at the same time I think that hip hop culture is probably the the one of the best coaches I can say that you mm-hmm. know? so yeah I feel you yeah. Kylie Jenner, Travis Scott, they named their baby Webster. No, they oh, named him Wolf. Wolf. Webster. <laughs> they Webster named him Wolf. Wolf. I'm sorry, maybe he should have, well, actually his last name is Webster, but Wolf. <laughs> uh, Yeah, Wolf. Wolf, I don't get it. I, I don't know. understand. Now, E takes the cake. That baby got a long name. Yes, her baby is Wild Wolf Fife Alexander Summers Cooper. So his name is Wild Wolf. Yeah. So, so it's two wolves. It's two wolves. He was the first one, I think. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Wild wolves sound better than Wolf Webster. Oh I mean, yeah, but when you add in the five Alexander Somers, you know maybe it should be WWFAS. But they'll call him Wild for short. Wild Wolf. Yeah, they probably Wild. Ow. You know whatever. So why the fuck would Eve name her baby? <laughs> I just thought what? about that. Wild Wolf. the random combos with cody and charisma podcast check us out on every saturday now back to the conversation i have with chris so now we're gonna get into uh even though i just asked you a bunch of questions we're gonna just get into you know a couple of games here mm-hmm. now i have to apologize to everybody that's listening because when i first did this i call it the four w's and i forgot there was a fifth one <laughs> so i'm gonna give you the five w's you know who what when and why and where mm-hmm and then after that, we're going to get into I'm Just Asking. And there's actually one particular question I can't wait to ask you because I'm going to tell you a little bit, a little bit about it. But um, well, let's get into the five W's real quick. So, started with who? Who is your all-time favorite artist? You can name multiple if you, if you need to. <laughs> uh, it has to be Tupac. But I couldn't decide out of Tupac and Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. but, it, but it has to be Tupac. Yeah. Yeah, it gotta be Pac. Gotta be Pac. Yeah, <laughs> amazing, man. So, what's the best project you've released so far in your career, or would it be your latest one, your next one? Uh, for a long time, people said Eastside Baby was. Oh yeah, that was I, I released that in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, it's out of Eastside Baby arrived and uh now showing. Okay. I like the uniqueness of now showing because I've never seen anybody do that before, make a whole album and uh play drums and sample and chop up mm. chop up movies. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So uh I, I don't even like to say that arrived and arrived now that I'm here is separate separate. It's, it's not like, a, it's not a sequel or nothing, it's not a two, it's just all one. Okay. okay. That's how I like to look at it. Because you know even what I'm saying? With that, even when I saw the title, I thought that's kinda how I thought it was gonna be, but you know but you know, I I never know to you know knowing about the creative process behind it, but okay. Yeah, I, I just I, I, I just yeah. like to create, man. Um, I'm I've been in this space the past few years where I try not to even categorize art. Yeah. Whether I'm rapping, putting together an album, or or doing photos, or just you know what I'm saying, doing anything in life, you know what I'm saying. So I would have to put Memory Lane in there. Okay. And memory Lane is probably 
my dopest creation over any album. You that, know? that makes sense. That makes sense. Like I said, I wish I was able to to witness those. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, just from the stories I've heard and everything, that, I mean, right. that's cool. And real quick, before I get to the next one, I'm going to uh, mention, because you had mentioned Eastside Baby, Jordan's in the Gold Chains were one of my favorite tracks from you. Thank you. Yeah, like, that was, it was a time, going back to it, I just remember even the visuals, uh, basketball court and everything, and just the cameos and, and all that. That was, and I just remember because that one was cool, like, you know, how you incorporated, like, Jordan, the gold chain, Nas, and all that together. I was like, yo, that was one of my favorite tracks for me. I'm going to just let you know that right now. Thank you, bro. <laughs> and uh, it it's not 100% my content today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's not too far off. It's still me yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in my core. And that is one of my smoothest tracks. And I got to credit AdLib to that um, mm-hmm. because uh, we recorded that in his apartment and I was just running through the verses. I was in a zone. But the original uh beat and sample was my idea okay it was actually an r kelly sample you know what i'm saying oh. <laughs> and a uh, good thing we changed it you know what i'm saying <laughs> but uh yeah yeah he really wasn't ever feeling it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. but uh he uh he created a beat man he just took my vocals and he chopped up Jordan the coach gold chain, made it made it the hook, mm-hmm. and just it was just a whole different beat, man. So everything that you love about that track, I got a you got to credit Adlib to that. That's I, I got the raps on there, you know what I'm saying? But the, just the feel in the track, that's all him. And and I will admit that motherfucker is night and day from what it was, and it is a that's a timeless track. But see, I'm happy you told me that because. That makes me know that you got good people around you. Mm-hmm. And I like how when somebody, this is going to sound weird because I don't think I've used this term on my podcast. Like, you ain't got no, like, dick riders around you or anything like right. that. Like, you got somebody that's going to tell you, if something's not good, this is how you should do it. And this is how, you know, I like that because I would have never known this. Yeah, you know, bro. That, but, uh, yeah. Self-critique, I always felt like nobody could fuck with me. I like that. I, I've I've gotten better every year. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And even in 2007, I felt like nobody would fuck with me. Uh-huh. But I think what really made me better is that probably like around 2011, 2012, I got more humble. Yeah. I'm like, man, yeah, I can't just keep saying nobody can fuck with me. Like, something, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I need to hear... I have to get better. Yeah. So I need more people saying nobody can fuck with me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I got humble, and then I started listening more. Mm-hmm. I started taking more advice. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I think that actually made me better. First, just wanting to be better. Right. And then taking advice. You know, I I, I still don't take all the advice. I still bump heads with my wife, number one, <laughs> ad-lib. You know what I'm saying? But... I take so much of the advice that it helps me, you know what I'm saying? It definitely helps me to be where I'm at now. And and, and the other day I was telling my, now I ain't trying to be long with it. Oh, no, 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 you good. Because I know good. you probably got another question, the topic. But um, I don't want nobody to confuse that shit when I say I'm still getting better. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like as long as I'm living, I want to get better. I'm never in my prime. Right. So don't get it twisted. Like, I, like if no somebody never heard me, it, it could sound like kind of weak. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, what you yeah, mean yeah. getting better? Like, <laughs> no, I'm good to the bitch. I feel like no rapper can fuck with me. Right. But I still want to get better. I got you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, don't yeah. get it twisted. Because it's, you know, because it's, it, while you're still here, you know, it, you know, all you can do is go but up. You know right, what I mean? right. You. Straight up. Straight so, up. Because you, you mentioned a little bit, but, because uh, this is when. When did Chris McCain become Chris the guy MC McCain? I just okay. wanted to refresh. I wanted to refresh because I always rapped by my government name since a kid, middle mm-hmm. school, doing shows and going to the studio. Mm-hmm. And and there was a, a time in my life actually during Memory Lane. During Memory Lane is when I I changed it. But it's not really a change. I just yeah. broke down my government. Chris, yeah, yeah, yeah. the God MC came. You yeah. know, I just broke it down because I wanted to refresh and then I wanted a challenge. I like that. Like if I'm going to call myself that, I gotta, and you live up to the, you know, right. live up to what you're doing and everything. I mean, right. It's tough, you know, the guy didn't see. I like that. And then it was this uh, football player that played for the Miami Dolphins. Every time Chris, anything Chris McCain, it's just him. You know, he played for Miami Dolphins, so it's like. What year was this? 
This was uh, what was the year that the dude played? Yeah, he played for the Miami Dolphins for a good amount of time, and I forgot what college he went to, but yeah, so that was the Chris McCain that would pop up. The reason I said this is because I felt like I said, I mean, Chris McCain. He wasn't like, just a star player, but if you yeah, in the NFL, the game, you know. if you in the NFL, yeah, that's all it takes. Yeah, so you know it was just like, because I think I saw that. I'm like, oh, I'm going to make sure. He was a defensive player. Yeah, yeah, I think he was like a linebacker or something, <laughs> a DN or something. Well, good thing we don't know if right. Chris McCain started rapping and stuff because you already <laughs> got your name changed in a way, so yeah. Right. All right, so why is family so important to you? Oh man, it's it's the essence of a man. Yeah, you know. But even before I had kids, family was valuable to me. But having kids, yeah, it's just the essence of a man. And you know, wife and kids, man. You know, what I'm saying loving my wife so much. Mm-hmm. And I've always just been a transparent artist. Yeah, like I can't help it. I, I'm transparent. Like if, like if I went, if I recorded a verse right now. Mm-hmm. It's a, a night, great chance that I'm going to speak about this podcast or I'm going to speak about something that we said on this podcast. Yeah. That's just how I am. So I'm living my life. I get, I'm, I'm a full-time dad. I'm a full-time husband. Got my kids. So it's like it's going to come out in the art. It's, it's simple. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, also I want to credit uh, Older Black Love because... I remember, I think the first episode I started listening to them was y'all's episode. That's family. Yeah. Because even even with that, from listening to it, that's when I found out. I, I was like, oh, I didn't know the correlation. Between yeah, that's my that sister-in-law. That's my wife's sister. Yeah. And that's my brother-in-law. And uh, Old to Black Love is, that's family. That's that shit. Yeah. You know, Old to Black Love is 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 going to be real big, too. Oh, yeah. Like, definitely one of the top podcasts in the city. I, I mean, I would give credit. out. To me, when this, in this podcast thing, ain't no competition. We oh, all no doubt, one of the top podcasts in the city. But when I say real big, I'm talking about yeah, in they the world. To, yeah, the, yeah, the way they working right now, YouTube, the the vents, the show, mm-hmm. just everything. But you know, shout out to uh, German Lake for sure. Yeah. So did you go to Millwood? Oh, you said you went to Edmond School. Okay. Yeah, I went to Santa Fe. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, the only <laughs> how'd right. you meet them? Well, I, n- I actually never met them like that. Okay. Uh, but my wife went to school with Lek. I don't know if it... Did she... Midwest think, City? Or, okay, that's what she or went Or it may have been middle school, but she, I know she went to Midwest City. Okay, because I know from OSU. I know oh, that. yeah, she I went to OSU. I didn't know what elementary school... Or not elementary, excuse me. Um, high school she went to. Your wife went to OSU? No, she went to Northeast, and then she went to OSU. Yeah, that OSU then. Yeah, so... Yeah, that, and then so, yeah Le- uh, Lexus graduated from... Uh, from O State, yeah, she was she was up there when Marcus Smart was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, because my wife graduated 2012. Uh-huh. No, excuse me, that's that was Northeast. Uh, 2016, and when we started, because we have a podcast too, and so when we had ours, we saw theirs like coming up, like it was like crazy. Cause like, oh, everybody, you know, you know, but that's what she kind of let me know more about them. Uh-huh. So when I listened to when I saw like on, because I followed them on Instagram, I saw that you guys were on. I was like, oh, shit, let me listen to it, you know, just like that. So I learned even more about you guys, you know, just from the situation. I didn't I didn't know that, you know, it was all like, you know, family. And yeah, like yeah, that. family, man. But at the same time, I, uh, I definitely see the girl from them, and I, I'm just, like, proud of them. Even though I haven't met them personally, I know one day we will, you mm-hmm. know, and everything. I'll definitely introduce myself. But, um, but yeah, I'm definitely proud of them. Yeah, you and your show. wife going to have to go on the show. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I want to do. We go, we go, we go, we go, we go and see. So your wife, what year did she graduate from Northeast? Uh, 2012. So how's she feeling about the whole, it's just gone now? Well, you know what? Good thing he brought it up. Oh. <laughs> That's something y'all have to talk about. Yeah. Um, but she, she was not happy about it. Uh-huh. You know, cause it's, it's memories and stuff like that. Um, cause it's different. Cause like, you know, we, cause right now, Kelly, you just see it, but you don't, it's not the right. same and everything. So she wasn't thrilled about everything that happened, even though, um, I don't know how many people she still keep in touch with from Northeast days, but and it's still no matter what you know, even for her, it's still Northeast. You know right. What I'm saying? But yeah, it's it's different because I can only imagine how like because I went to Santa Fe. I wonder how that would have been uh-huh. if it would just been like now it's a converted to something else. I'm like now nah, it's not the same, you know. Right. But yeah, but yeah, but you know what? Matter of fact, Northeast has so many classic people that just come from there. Everybody, but you see JB Nash. Uh, uh, Dez went there. Thomas who? Thomas who? Grand National. Yeah, Nash. It was great. I just, I'm like. Jay Roller. I don't know if you know Big him. Worm. Yeah, <laughs> Worm. Like, I'm, 
I even asked where I'm like, man, y'all got so many musical genius come over. I think with Trip went there too, I think. Yeah. Just and I'm like, dang, and um I don't know who uh I wanna say the only person I know that rap that went to Santa Fe that I I'm aware of is Stud. Uh-huh. I didn't even know he went there until like years later. Right. It was crazy. So Yeah, Toby Wine. Oh yeah, he did go there too. Mm-hmm. Dang. We I mean we still got some <laughs> And uh I think uh Jordan Morrell went there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Jordan Morrell, and, and I feel like it's another uh, artist that I'm leaving out from even there. In the, even though, because my last Brandy Mays went there. You, you do the yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. He got shoot. I think he's definitely the top. Yeah, he's one of the pioneers in the podcast. Yeah, shit. he is. I, you and, know? I, and I love that. You know, yeah, shout out um, to B Mays. But uh, oh, and then um, one of my last interviews, that girl A B, she did go to Santa Fe, but she graduated from Millwood. We did discuss that on the show. It okay, that's tight. <laughs> Yeah, kind of got sidetracked, but it's good though. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's good. Yeah, we got we got some. We got some. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's the best place you ever traveled to? New York City. New York City, without a doubt, favorite city in the world. Nice. Um, I haven't been since 2009, mm-hmm. but I went four summers in a row. Not for a whole summer. I was going like a week or two weeks at a time. I got you. So it's time to go back, and uh, I feel like New York City. You know, hip hop and basketball. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. You know, and and that's the mecca for both of those. Really? And, and and I feel yeah. like so I, I couldn't wait to go. And uh, I feel like New York City is actually what I thought it would be, and, and more. Mm. You know what I'm saying? From TV, from hip hop, just from everything, it was what I thought it was gonna be, and more. Nice. Um, Vegas wasn't. I feel oh. like Vegas lied to me through movies and <laughs> and, and, and everything. I thought I thought the whole thing was gonna be like. Uh, the pocket sugar, get a Mike Tyson fight. I thought, you right, know what right. I'm saying? I'm happy that I went, and, mm-hmm. and I would go back to Vegas, but I'm not tripping. I don't care if I ever go back. I, got I ain't I'm, missing nothing. I'm different. I've been to Vegas plenty of times, but I um I never got to experience it yet. Right. So, eventually, I need to. And, and I know it sounded that. random, but I went to Vegas not too long ago. Oh, okay. That's okay. why I said Vegas lied to me, though. Oh, okay. New okay. York City didn't lie to me. <laughs> L.A., uh... I feel like that's to be continued. I've been to L.A., but I feel like I ain't been there long enough. Okay. I had just made a turnaround trip, you know, just to do something. But I need to go, you know what I'm saying, be in it and feel it. Yeah, that's what I feel about Vegas, for sure. Yeah. All right, we're going to get into uh, I'm Just Asking. And this is the question I think out of all the questions I wanted to ask you was, like, the, the one I wanted to ask the most because I'm going to say this. So I first started this uh, asking this question with Chris Savage. And when I told, asked him the question, you were the first person he mentioned. Mm-hmm. Chris the God MC McCain. Yeah, I love Chris It's McCain. the first artist I'm going to put. Chris the God MC McCain. Very unappreciated, yes. Very unappreciated. Then I asked Courtney Lachelle. And you were one of the people that she mentioned in her answer. Shoot. Chris McCain? Okay. Everybody love Chris McCain. They know Chris McCain is the, is, is the OG of Oklahoma City. Chris Savage said that, too, in his in his answer when I asked him that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an OG Oklahoma City. So, since I got you on the show, I'm going to ask you, what is your top three or five underappreciated or underrated artists in the state of Oklahoma? Okay. Underappreciated. Fuck. Like they need that credit. They need that recognition. I'll be trying to keep things simple, man, but I feel like <laughs> all of us are underappreciated. Of course. But, okay, just within the Oklahoma realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And it's all of the state, Tulsa, Oklahoma City, no matter what. Okay. Uh, okay, Tulsa, probably uh, Burns. Oh, okay, okay. Burns, probably TZ, T-I-Z-Z-I, no why, because I think she's the full package. Mm. You know what I'm saying? She definitely haven't hasn't reached her full potential. Um, Burns, Teasy, maybe Bezel. Oh, okay. Um, okay. But Bezel definitely get love, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. he, he do his thing. So I don't know. Is he underappreciated? I don't know. But I just know from a rapper's rapper, like, mm-hmm. I've seen Bezel do like 100 shows. Mm. And every one of those shows, he freestyled. Okay. Like, just literally off the top. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just like, that's amazing to me, you know. But, yeah, those three in Tulsa, Oklahoma City, 
Um, Troy on ten, Latroy Mac. Troy on ten. I, I, I'm starting to. I got to listen to uh, listen to him some more. But I, yeah, I, but I, I, plus because he definitely a, uh, on your verse. Yeah, has the potential to be one of the best artists in the world. But you know he he's not even where he should be within Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So I have to say him. My my little bro, Young Bud. You know he he did eight and a half years on the ten year sentence, mm. so that's what kind of kept him back. You know what I'm saying? But definitely he, he's underrated, or not even underrated, just not really known like he should be. Okay. Uh, man, it's so many, man. It's so many. Uh, cause I'm trying to think of people that. Haven't been doing shows re- recently, or uh, you know, probably not really mentioned. It's not that active, but yeah. I know that they talented as hell. Uh, I'm gonna come back to the third one. Okay. We just gonna be in the middle of the interview, and, this, <laughs> and it's gonna that's pop cool. up, and I'm gonna just, cool. I'm gonna insert it. I'm gonna insert it. <laughs> that is this fine, right? Because I even told, I remember, uh, I asked that girl to be a question. And I was like, watch, well, by the time you about to leave, you gonna be like, <laughs> yeah, that's all good. All right, would you rather go to jail for eight years or go to war for four years? Oh, shit. I could die in both of them. Um, fuck, but I'd, I'd probably rather go to go to jail because in jail, I'm at least, you know what I'm saying, know a bunch of people. Yeah. And if I don't know a bunch of people, I'm going to know a bunch of people that know people that know me. Right. So I can survive through there, even though it's a possibility something still could happen. But it's no way in the world I'm going to be fighting for this country. I got you. Hell no. I got you. Yeah, so. All right. So let's just say 50 Cent got a, a multi-million dollar like, movie deal, and he wants to make a movie about your life. Now, I know you mentioned uh, you wanted to do a short film, but let's just say like how... You know somebody's playing you, mm-hmm. but you get to pick the person to play you in that movie about your life. Who would you pick? Uh, it's this kid named Shine that I met at Moon mm. when I was uh volunteering with this after school program with Nemesis. Okay, he's actually at Douglas now. Okay, he's definitely gonna play me as a youth. Cause I actually use them for the arrive rollout. When I used all those different kids wearing oh, different okay. uniforms and outfits that uh-huh. I wore back in the day, he was one of them. I definitely want to use him to play me as a youth, as an adult. Um, man, maybe we could just shoot the first part now, and then we wait about seven more years <laughs> till he get older. Because <laughs> you, you got a big story, so yeah. I mean, hey, it may yeah. not be those two hours, it might be a few, but yeah. we, we might break it down. I like that. Right. <laughs> All right. So, one album that you should you can suggest to a brand new fan. So, say this is a brand new fan want to get more into into you know some uh, hip hop and everything. They come up to you like Chris, you know, like you know, I'm just, I want to get into it. What album would you recommend to me first? It could be yours. It could be. Somebody else's. You say somebody wanted to get into it, and I play one album for them. Well, yeah, like what's the, like what would be the the first album you would play for them, or you you have them play for themselves to to kind of like know about the the mecca of hip hop or the essence of it. Mm. Probably uh, Illmatic, or like um, a documentary or something. Okay, but for. A documentary, like not the documentary album by the game. Uh, oh, but, I mean, I wouldn't even think of that. But a yeah, real documentary, but you said album, so probably Illmatic. You know, um, I don't know if I ever said this on the show, y'all, but uh, I was getting into like hip hop, but as I got older, once I started going to high school, I started listening to it a little bit more because at the time I had a little freedom uh-huh. to listen to it and everything. Certain things I couldn't play in the house, certain things I got played in the CD player and stuff. But I went to LA with my brother at the time was living over there, and he asked me if I listened to Elmatic, and this is what, 2006. You said you was living in L.A.? Well, my brother was. Okay. And so I went up there because every summer I would go up there to visit him and everything. So mm-hmm. um, he asked me if I played Elmatic, and I was like, I only played like maybe a couple songs, like uh, maybe, um, shoot, what's, um, Memory Lane. Oh, Memory Lane. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> funny how that came out. I think that was like one song I played, whatever. But then he was like, no, no, you got to listen to it. This is the greatest hip hop album ever. And so when he, he played it for me, he made sure that I, like, knew more about it. That's when I started getting more into mm-hmm. into music. 
because he's breaking it down. He's like the coding the rhymes for me and then all these type of things. And I'm just amazed by this. So that's a great answer. Like for real, that'd be my answer if I was if someone was to ask me that question. And I didn't get into Illmatic until uh, in high school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like around 2000, when it was actually out. I didn't know shit about Illmatic. You were like and, what, eleven, ten? Uh, yeah, I was uh, yeah, ten. And it was uh, even when you study hip hop and you know, looking back, they they say that that was like. It was an underground album. Mm-hmm. It, it, it well, it wasn't underground, but it was. It only sold like five hundred thousand. Right. You know, it was more New York. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For for us to hear it in Oklahoma, he had to be like where Snoop and them was at. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. He had to be that big. So I, we. That young for him. To it was probably a very small few people bumping Illmatic in Oklahoma, and it definitely wasn't me and my friends listening to. Uh-huh. We was listening to Death Row, and, <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So I got yeah. onto it in high school later on, and it was uh-huh. like, yeah, this joint is dope and you know Illmatic got Oklahoma his- history in it you know what I'm saying if if you talk to the mass majority of hip hop heads and you tell them the, what's the best album of all time if they had to pick one mm-hmm. Illmatic is probably going to be the one that was said the most Yeah, and I take pride with arguably critically acclaimed the number one hip hop album got Oklahoma history in it you know that right well I didn't actually yeah but... life's a bitch they sampled the guy band Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, bro. Wait, see, when you said that, I'm like a friend. I was thinking the city. I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, and then what? Yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize that. Straight You're right, because it's yeah, right. You, you got a point. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't, now I got to use that. In, if anybody ever asked me, I don't so. think niggas know for sure, but I, people definitely know. But mm-hmm. I don't. People don't really talk about it like that, You're right? Because I don't know if they just really thought about it. But yeah, bro. Public service announcement. Illmatic, arguably the best album in hip hop history, has Oklahoma probably one of the smoothest tracks on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because the way they both went in. And the second, track. really, the first song after the intro. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, they got the intro, or whatever, with Wild Style. And then I think yeah. I think New York State of Mind is more of an intro too. Yeah. But Life's a Bitch is like the first song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, because they definitely went on that one. Man. Yeah. Um, but. I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'd rather take Chris McCain's like opinion over what he just said, saying it's the best hip hop album ever over Rolling Stones. Because the day I'm recording this, they just put out their top 200 hip hop list of all time. It Illmatic made it like number 24. But I mean, hey, it's your list, it's whatever. But I'd rather take the. It's really hard to say one. You're right. But if you yeah. had to do one. Yeah, if you had to. You yeah, know? just with hip hop starting in New York City. And mm-hmm. I think Nas was like, he got the most balance. Yeah. As far as lyricism, commercial appeal, mm-hmm. not too over your head. Not too dumbed down. Right. It was just perfect. A nigga really from the projects, he was painting them stories. He was. You know what I'm saying? I think, At a young age. Yeah. Though, for real. Cause yeah. No, I'm not trying But to... definitely not my fa- my favorite album. Yeah, like, like, your favorite? Just because, yeah. Because sometimes you got to be honest. You got to have a mixture of your fave. Then you have to have a base. mixture of like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But my favorite is Machiavelli. Oh, that's my seven, personal favorite. That's my personal favorite, Machiavelli. You know what? That's... Because to me, it's like, uh, because he got history. Right. And so for, if I have to think of it, like I always, I always fluctuate between Me Against the World mm-hmm. and Machiavelli. Just because those two projects, it just seemed like, you know. And A I lot always, of people say Me Against the World. Yeah. And you're not wrong for that. Yeah. But I think Machiavelli was Pac in his prime. Yeah. At least the prime as we know it. He probably right. got cut short of his prime, but mm-hmm. that was him in his prime. Yeah, and that was it was just it was storytelling at his finest. Yeah. You make you listen to it. Here's the thing, y'all. This is this is coming from me. I love Hit Him Up, but Hit Him Up to me is not even Pac's best disc record. No, nah, he just jumped in there he like just, yeah, he just did his thing. He like, just went, his, went for the kill. was more iconic than the actual song. Yeah. Now, against all odds, that was hard. That was hard. <laughs> just He's just because you he made you listen, you know what I'm saying? So against all odds, it's definitely hard because of course he was dissing Biggie and mm-hmm. and Nas and all of them. Everybody know that, but yeah. when you learn about these guys, Haitian Jack, mm-hmm. these dudes was real gangsters. Yes, like that was serious, yeah. man. Like that was serious. Man. You know what I'm saying? It so was 
Jimmy Henchman, them was mm -hmm. real gangsters, bro. So when you when you really learn the type of guys that they were, then mm -hmm. you go back and listen to to against all eyes, and it's like, oh yeah, this is serious. Yes, this because, is, this and is serious. Even, and like, and then just for me, I didn't really get into it. Like I listened to it when I was a kid, because you know my sister's like the biggest Tupac fan I know. But when I got older, when I started to really pay attention to it, then I'm just sitting there and I'm doing research, just looking this all up, and I'm like. Mm -hmm. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. So it's it's crazy. All right. So outside of the new album that's gonna be coming out soon, what else you working on? Um, for sure, working on the album. So I just got done with the merch today, as we speak. Nice release show. You okay. know what I'm saying? All of that working on that. Definitely can't wait um, to be at that. I think I'm gonna do one here in Tulsa. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, man. I got that. And then, um, last thing, because I always like to make sure I ask this to everyone, because you never know what we all going, you know, with, with the guests and everything, with everything that they doing, with how far they're going to take off and everything. Where do you see yourself in two years? Two years, I definitely see myself um, with an empire. You know what I'm saying? Um I'm always going to, you know what I'm saying, create some raps, you know what I'm saying, through inspiration, mm -hmm. but f just creating, you know what I'm saying, whether it's photo shoots, whether it's executive producing albums, putting inputs on albums, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, composing music, arranging music, mm -hmm. you know, um, like like Barry Gordy, Quincy Jones and some shit, mm -hmm. you know, as well as doing my stuff, you know what I'm saying, but just being hands-on with a with music aside from mine you know I, i'm real confident that i could bring out the best in artists a lot of artists around here that i like yeah you know what i'm saying not really talking shit but just really being honest because yeah. i would like to say i brought out the best of myself yeah just by really heavily critiquing my stuff and i feel like if i could take that time with a few artists that uh oh stutter Stutter, there you go. I said it, I was gonna insert it. Yeah, stutter, butter. Yeah, definitely yeah. underrated. Yes, but he he about to get all his just due because that's one of the artists that I'm gonna really take my time and work with. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, yeah, man. But yeah, that's what that's why I see myself doing in two years, and of course, still being a father, still being a husband. Um, work working with the youth. You know what I'm saying? Talking yeah, yeah. to him. Um. Helping them open up bank accounts and get a secure credit card, put it you. up, never use it, and get their credit sky high. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And not just trying to shove them into college. I got you know that. what I'm saying? Got and uh, basketball too, basketball camps. You know what I'm saying? Giving, giving to uh, basketball teams and stuff. And mm -hmm. long as I'm around some some art and basketball, man, I could breeze through this life thing. I like that. Yeah. And one thing, one thing that you said in the, um, what you just mentioned in the, when the question I asked you and everything, you know, bring out the best of people. When I had Courtney on the second time, she mentioned that, uh, because for like our feature that's going to be on, on the new project, she said that when Chris McKay asked you to rap, you got to rap. Like, right. like if, if you ain't spinning here, I go ask you to. Yeah. And, so even you just breaking that down, I, I like because it's great. It's great. Yeah, she floated on there too. Oh, I can't uh, wait to it's hear crazy. that. One. She's on the project. Courtney Lachelle, Nia Monet, I like them, yes, and Young Bud, and uh, Latroy Mack. It's gonna be Troy Ten, Troy on Ten. Crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. So, um, before before I uh, have you, uh, you know put out the socials, so everybody can follow you. You know, by the time this come out and everything, you want to play the album right now. But I'm, <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. I'm just saying, like, I'm being too. <laughs> I'm but, fucking uh, with you, man. But I definitely want to wish you, um, you know, because I know your birthday is coming up. So happy birthday to you. Thank you, man. And, Juneteenth, original. Yes. Like, I was yes. literally born on Juneteenth. And also that same day. I didn't pick Father that. Day. God picked it for me. Yes. He said, I want you on Juneteenth. I said, all right, let's rock. Let's yes. Also, it's going to be Father's Day and everything. So. You know, by the time you guys listen to that, you know, we just want to go ahead and give you that, you know, birthday shout out right here on the show and everything. Thank you, man. Oh, uh, but for everyone that... I'm actually uh, going to be performing on my birthday, too. Oh, on, on the 19th? Yeah. Uh, you know, Fire Little Africa just released a documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we're going to do a, a premiere screening here. Oh, that's at right. At Rodeo Cinema. Did you go to 328i? Grand you know National? What? I feel bad because I, I told everyone I was going to do it. It 
was Tommy on that Friday because I didn't go to the original one. Yeah. And then that day, I think we had snow and everything. Yeah, I think it's oh. like on, on from like six to nine, but it's at yeah. the same location. Right I'm, I'm gonna pull up. We're gonna do the premiere. We're gonna do a panel with some Q and A, and then we're gonna perform. I'm gonna perform. Uh, Tony Foster, Sneak, Sneak the Poet. He's yeah. a dope rapper, and he also put the documentary together. Okay. Tones Beach, um, Dalton. I mean, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think Thomas who. I think Thomas who gonna perform, but yeah, we're gonna be there on my birthday. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna we're gonna have a good time, Rodeo yeah. Cinema. Yeah, because this is gonna come out before that. So yeah, for, so mm-hmm. by the time y'all listen to this, make sure y'all hit Rodeo Cinema on the nineteenth. Yeah, and um, we're gonna have fun with that. But uh, let everybody know you. So I know everybody in the city know you, but mm-hmm. just in case if people aren't aware, you know, what's your socials? Chris the God MCK. Um, Mainly uh, Instagram is my number one. Yeah. But still Chris McCain on Facebook. But yeah, Chris the God MC Kane on Instagram, man, and, and Twitter. All right. We'll get into this next segment, y'all. But uh, thank you to Chris for joining me on this week's show. Man, appreciate you for having me, man. Hi, my name is Jordan. Hi, my name is Jackson. And this is our uncle's favorite part of the show. Two, Two for Tuesdays. Yes, that is exactly right. It is time for Two for Tuesdays, and big shouts out to my nephews for doing that drop for me. So after the interview, y'all, I chopped it up with Chris, and I was telling him about my Two for Tuesdays, and I was like, if you like, you know, you could pick, you know, a song, you know, you could pick one of yours, or you could pick anybody else. And he picked a great song for this week's Two for Tuesdays, and that is Grand Nationals Slide. What's up, kid? What's up, kid? What up, man? Where you been at? The fuck you think I've been? I'm saying, yo, we just saw Ron Q up in the hospital, man. My man look fucked up, yo. You should have been there. Oh, the word of God, son. What the fuck you talking about, man? I took him there. I saw it all. Don't worry. Let's get your ass in the car, nigga. I'm saying, come on, y'all. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Well, what them phone books I gave you to sit on, man? Grand National. Yo, pull up with a tenfold. Turn a few corners for my kinfolk. Was in the cool, get talked off. That was all eight, so we been dope. It was all fade if you didn't know. I'd be straight if I didn't blow. My shit sell, guess we wouldn't know. Baby ain't scared to hit another note. Baby ain't scared to take it down the throat. Every young water how a nigga flow. Unnatural, ruffle on the towels. Dinner at Nick's, me and my chick. Life can be blissful. You can have issues, people will miss yours. Kindness for weakness. I haven't peaked, they ride the wave. That's why they seasick. We kept the faith, we getting paid. We don't do weak shit. Her death was a beautiful thing. When I go, mention me with names like Ernie and Kobe Bean. Got a low self esteem, baby. I can tell you was born in 96. Throw a temper tantrum quick, we don't get your way. Light skin, Nunu, but cannot skate. I was rocking football in 98. Sam, yeah, Lulu had crossed the stage. Unlaced, true blues, I'm feeling great. Eight ball cane, got a nigga straight. All the way from the North Carolina. On the baseline, yeah, I'm Michael. Didn't think it needed reminder. Everything life is a cycle. Nigga, you a homie, you a rival. Every move made for survival. Looking like an Oklahoma idol. You can get an eye full. Full far to the eye full. In my scope, like a rifle. Like scope, I'm in the mouth. This life gotta figure out. One foot, you in and out. What you know about sacrifice? What you know about living right? 06, we was getting paid. At Frontier City, hitting licks. Every week, copping kicks. I might slide my bitch. Promise, Grand, don't miss. I might slide my bitch. Promise, Grand, don't miss. Yeah. 85, BMW, 328, ah, uh, every day in the coupe, me and my nigga slide, 85, BMW, 328, ah, uh, every day in the coupe, me and my nigga slide, 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 slide,
yeah, for real, I definitely need to see 328i. But the album, the album is dope. So definitely check that out from Grand National. Great pick by Chris. But at the same time, speaking of Chris, because there's definitely a song that I knew that when I asked Chris to be on the show this week, it was a record I definitely wanted to play. This one, just because of the fact that, one, I had this guest on earlier this year. He dropped a dope project. You know, nobody's favorite. He he announced the name of the title, the exclusive on the podcast. But I'm going to tell y'all, if the video, by the time I release this, I don't know if the video's been out. But definitely check it out if, it, if you do. But this one's one of my favorite songs from Nobody's Favorite. This is Chris Savage featuring Chris the God MC Kane. Pearly Gates, produced by Worm. Yeah. I mean, the way I see it, you got two options. You can, you can make excuses or you can make a way. Yeah. The music keep on coming back, feel like we selling crack. Man, all this designer and jury on, yeah, you could tell he rap. I'm 10 years deep, I guess it in, I put up heavy stats. I hope heaven is real, man, I already been to hell and back. Got stab wounds on my back, man, I'm leaking. I need a band-aid, see, I'm trying to progress, but these leech niggas holding my pants legs. See, I'm transparent, like an open book, that's what my fans say. Dedicated, plan B is to strictly enforce my plan A. They can't match my ambition, way before I got plan time. I'm a nigga was trained in condition I jumped off the porch a lazy guy But now my hustle terrific I had to call some niggas out Just to let them know that we was serious This game we play can get tricky I'm gifted A lot of cats I started with Tricked off their own positions Man, fuck a friend I got kids so I'm never lonely, nigga One of a kind My style unique See, I'm a one and one With everything to lose And nothing to prove Go tick for tack with none I feel like an activist I'm bringing change Through every record spun Martin had a dream Word to McCain I wish he had his gun Man, turn the other cheek Nah, let's hit him up till the fire's done I had a dream, I died My mama cried, but then the choir sung The God MC, how God made me I ain't been inspired lately I used to think of rhymes daily Go where the beat to take me Now I'm feeling stagnant Nigga settle for being local rap Nigga settle to be open and next Martin had a dream Us 80s babies had a nightmare Want to be like Mike The one with an afro and a straight hair Want to be like Mike, the one with no hair in a red jersey A late bloomer, I showed up late and left early Y'all can have this rap shit, this hip-hop forever though The difference between the two, some of y'all will never know I'm far from perfect, I perfected how I worded Got so much money, but last year I was hurting That ain't the first time, ups and downs, life's a roller coaster. Until the show is over, the end we getting closer Put my biopic on Netflix. Come against me, that's a death wish. Your eulogy, my set list. Man, niggas have been through so much, you know what I'm saying? One day we all gonna be, you know, chilling, just drinking that heavily champagne. Pop the pearly gates and tell God I know it's lit. All the homies here in pocket nip. Pop the pearly gates, tell God I know it's lit. All my family here, the homies and Kobe. Yeah. Pop the pearly gates, tell God I know it's lit. Tell God I know it's lit. Once again, I got to say thank you to Chris, the God MC, came for being on the podcast this week. You know, dope conversation that we had, you know, and I can't wait to uh, when that album is released. Arrive now that I am here. Y'all check that out when it is released, because I know for a fact I said it in the podcast. The the promotion, the the album run, the rollout, man, tough. Best in the city right now. I'm a, that, That's coming from me. 
And, uh, and the thing is, I know that we in the summertime and I can't wait for a lot of our Oklahoma artists to release some more music. So, you know, definitely at one, I can get y'all on the show or play some of the songs on, on the two for Tuesdays. But at the same time, keep grinding to every single one of y'all that is listening to this right now. Also, I want to go ahead and give out some birthday shout outs. First, starting off with my twins, my niece and nephew, Maddie and Mason. Uh, they both turned six on this past Saturday on the 11th. So happy birthday to them. But I also want to go ahead and wish a happy birthday to one of my favorite cousins. You heard her on the show. Shannon, happy birthday to you. Um, definitely can't wait till we, uh, we kick it again. Cause you know what? It's always a good time, but happy birthday to you. Hopefully everything is going great. And go ahead follow your boy on social media at access code pod. That's on Instagram. That is on Twitter. And if you possibly like to be maybe a guest on the podcast or have a song that, you know, will be dope for the two for Tuesdays, definitely go ahead and hit your boy up accesscopie at gmail.com um the music that you heard this week will be on the two for tuesdays playlist which will be on apple uh music and title um i know on apple music you just gotta search the name cody thomas you should be able to find it um i haven't really did the searching on title but maybe just type in access code playlist it should be out there also, you know, if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave your boy a five-star rating and review. And, you know, I got to say it because I love you guys, so I'm going to say it again. I love you guys. I truly do. Thank you once again to Chris for being on this week's episode, and thank you guys for listening. Fly pod! Yeah. I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs>